because um, you found out kind of, I wanted to tell you first, but you found out from the good folks here at Apple that I have been cheating you on this week. And I want you to know that, that I still love you. It's just that I have needs and you're not always there. I thought we got over this in our relationship, John. I thought we were back to being strong and uh, just together and to hear that you have been talking to others with others uh, without me being there and not with even out telling me I am quite hurt. Well, we are in California. You realize that. And this is the land of open relationships. And, you know, if it's openness is good for software, it should be good for podcaster relationships, don't you think? I'm going to move on. <laughs> so you had a good week? I did. This is actually, I would say, you know, the most fun, the most enjoyable. And it's like almost well, pretty much, I think I can say the most productive in many ways uh, WWDC session I've, uh, <clears throat> that I've ever been to. Not the session week. Yeah, it's, it is the end of the week. You're confused. That's, I am. This is why I'm going to forgive you for your uh, infidelity. <laughs> I'm just going to put it down to yeah, what goes on at WWDC stays at WWDC. Isn't that what they say? It is indeed. This is the Las Vegas of tech shows. But in fact, it's not. Oh, this is, uh, we're, um, we're sat in the Apple podcast studio at WWDC looking out over a glorious view of, a, what do they call it, the lunch hall? Hall one, so. the workroom. The workroom. Is in there. The pit. This is where all the trading takes place. And there is a, a bunch of fine people who actually know what they're doing with audio in the room, which uh, is very unusual for us because we work very hard to make the quality of our audio really poor. So they're going to have to um, do amazing things to get down to our level for us. But uh, it's, uh, we thought it'd be nice to come up here and have a look over the world and just catch up on the week. So what's been the uh, highlight? In fact, let's not even pick a highlight. I'm going to go straight to one. You had an accessibility review yesterday. I that You did. came out quite excited by. Oh, my gosh. I've never been so excited in all my life. Uh, no, this is true. So uh, at Netflix, one of the things I work on is to try and make our app as, as as accessible as possible. And I thought we'd done a pretty good job, and in many ways we have. You know, when we, when when we released uh, the version that I came on to to work on, uh, which was a, a top to bottom native, native rewrite, we saw a bunch of of kind of notice in the press from uh, Apple Viz, which is a community website about <clears throat> accessibility. And they said, "Wow, things have gotten so much better. Thank you, Netflix." And uh, and you know, we kept working on it, and and. But the reality is, is that it's one thing as a developer who has you know sight to be able to go through and and kind of step through and say yes, it seems to work. I'm hearing my labels and it seems to make sense. But but if you yourself are not visually impaired, then it's not you know you, you can use screen curtain for instance to turn off everything so you can't cheat. But even then, you just you can't really experience it yourself. You have to observe somebody who who is. And so uh, I had the chance, and it was a genuine honor to see uh, Ryan Dewar have a look at it. And he is you know the top guru of accessibility at, at Apple. Um, I will put in the show notes a video of, of the Apple Design Awards from a couple of years ago where they were given the Design Awards precisely because it had such excellent uh, accessibility that here you have somebody who, who cannot see the screen, you know, can can walk through and, and you know, uh, go through the motions of this this app with, with complete fluidity. In some ways, they can navigate it faster than, than you can. Um, and so it was amazing. So to, to see somebody using it for the first time for me was completely eye-opening when I saw that things that I knew that I worked on worked and the smile come across his face. I felt great. But then when, 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 when things didn't work, it was just, it was soul crushing. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I will make sure we make it work better. I mean, 
and I'm, I'm not being at all facetious. It really is a, a heartwarming thing to, to see somebody able to, to use your app. And, and the, the saddest thing was that uh, there actually is a complete session, uh, section of a complete category of, of uh, videos that have assistive audio to have d- description tracks. And they're really fun. If you've never tried it, it you know, go pick an, an action film and turn on descriptive audio. It's actually it's a complete treat. It's something that is done with a professional voiceover artist. They write a separate script for it to describe exactly what's you know the non-dialogue portion of it. It's really fun. So you know a lot of effort is, is put into making these available. And so when we added that specific category for it, you know, we, we were thinking that you know uh, we'd be making lots of people happy. And in fact, we have. But if in the app it's not easy to find, you lose. And so it was buried, not visually buried, but absolutely buried if you're using voiceover and to, to, to see exactly where the problems are and to know, oh, wow, I can make this change. And it will, you know, the, the exact quote is that, you know, he said, wow, this is going to change my, my train ride home because he was able to find a specific title and and he was very, very happy. And I believe me, when to, once you see somebody being made happy, you just want to create this feedback loop. And it, it, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. So I say even for just that, to me, this was the winningest uh, WWDC I've, I've, I've done. Yeah, we've always said that things like the labs and those things are the reason you should be buying a WW ticket because, you know, especially since the sessions have been recorded um, I, and broadcast really quickly. I mean, so that raises a few things for me. Firstly, I think it's great that you had access to um, accessibility engineers uh, that could give good practical advice. And it's even better that you had access to an accessibility engineer who had accessibility needs. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it does raise the question of how many of us try and make our apps accessible without ever involving people with accessibility needs in the testing and, and, and the beta of them to tell us some of this stuff. And, and you know, it's, it's no good just saying we should make our apps accessible. We should need to involve, uh, in, ensure we have people, and not just, I mean, we, we also tend to think of um, accessibility as visually impaired, right. and then there is far more to accessibility mm-hmm. than that. Uh, so there is a challenge out there to uh, include people with who need to use the accessibility features in the testing of our application, and I suspect that probably doesn't go on too much. No, well, I mean, and, and it ought to. And 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 you know, again, the question is why. Well, I mean, I think you know, to transition to another thing that I wanted to talk about, I think the theme this year's is is super important and all about kind of you know widening the circle of people who come and develop uh, for for Apple platforms. I mean, if you, you've probably noticed the the big kind of, uh, let's call them social media backdrops for, for lack of a better term for them, where they have these statements about kind of why we're here and, and how we should think about software development and what we do and why we do it and how we do it. Um, and and it, it you know uh, inclusivity covers so many different aspects you know everything from age inclusivity I've seen very young people we're you know we're definitely members of the get off uh, get off our lawn lawn club I see far more women this year I see far more people from so many different backgrounds and it, it is a wonderful thing because it all comes down to, to perspective because you cannot you cannot experience something w- without being able to experience yourself I know it's a, a silly thing but but it, you just have to be able to do it and it's everything from you know Michelle. Obama and her speech saying that, you know, if, if you are not making software that includes the perspective, let's say, of, 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 a, of a, a new mom, you know, or, or you know, a, a woman in general or, or, or kind of any any classification you can imagine, if you don't have that perspective on your on your software and, and how you think about your product, designing it, marketing, all those different things, you're just, you're losing. You're basically ignoring people. And so even even if you didn't care at all about any of the kind of social aspects of inclusivity from, from just a hardness business perspective, 
perspective, you know, you're you're losing out. And and you know, again, another example has to do with accessibility. I mean, how many pieces of software that are are critical to people's lives for navigating the world? And there are more than a few people out there. And when you make something that works well, they are your biggest, most vocal. They will shout it from the rooftop, and it, it's just good business. But you, know, you should care about it for for lots of reasons. But if you don't, only for that reason, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, diversity and accessibility have definitely been a push of. Well, they've appeared to be a push. Obviously, we're not involved in any of the internal, you know, planning meetings that Apple have or anything like that. And you know, so we can only guess from what we see. And if hopefully, we guess what they wanted. Otherwise, they've wasted all that time and money. But accessibility and um, diversity seem to have been very important over the last few years. Um, and, and, and really, by not just the the presentations that they give, but the people they cho- have been choosing to present, have noticed more diversification, um, and and it really does have that feel of a diversified conference here. And now, and now there's a long way to go. There's still lots of you know balance in ethnicity and gender and everything that probably still needs to happen. But compared to the first dub dub I came to ten years ago. It's like chalk and cheese. It really is massively different. It is a a, a, a hugely different conference and far better off uh, for it. And I've loved the fact, like, um, uh, you know, the kids being around, you know, in, in, in their sort of like tiny dub-dub jackets mm. and whatever else and just being in all the sessions and, and pushing in, you know, and, and down the front and getting there and being really keen. And in yesterday's lunchtime session with the um, uh, Illuminate dance troupe, and mm. sorry, I can't remember her name, Meryl Copt, is it? I think who who set that up. You know, I, I thought it was fantastic that the uh, the questions came. You know, down at the microphone on camera at the front. You know, the questions were coming mainly from young girls mm. who were being inspired by this, not because of the dance, but because of this technology and something you know, you're going on in there. So I thought that whole side of the um, the conference has been has been you know a really positive thing for our industry. And I hope you know we shouldn't now sit back and say, "Hey, look at us! Aren't we a good industry? We've got this right." Because we haven't got this right. We've got a long, long way to go. But the fact that we're making progress and um, Apple have decided to you know to be at the forefront of making this progress as well here, and you know, and almost like um, not pushing it on, on us, but you know, demonstrating, modeling that you know this is how it should be is is really cool. Mm. Okay, well, I think this is, you know, we don't have sponsorships, but this is where we, we give shout outs to people because we used to always shout out to uh, Invasive Code. Invasive Code? Invasive Code. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves Invasive, invasive code. code. And Invasive Code is is by people. And who are the people at Invasive Code? There's Jeppy and there's Ava. And we love them both. But you know who I really love from Invasive Code? Zoe. Zoe, you're listening to me. Jeppy, if, if Zoe's not listening, put the headphones on right now so I can speak directly to you. Zoe, this is your favorite Uncle John. Remember who your favorite? uncle is it's me yes it is you like me more than your own dad no it might not be true but just remember how much you love your favorite uncle john zoe 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 everyone loves zoe you are getting quite creepy john right now no no <laughs> they, are, they are the staff here are calling security no 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 zoe is 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 their new daughter and she's 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 so sweet i love babies everybody loves babies it was good to see um because uh, as we've spoke earlier on the podcast we recorded earlier in the week um you know, one of the ones where you were still being faithful to me uh, about daycare. Um, and Zoe is three months old, four months old. She's a little bit m- older than that, but yeah, I don't okay. know. She's, she's pretty young. Oh, yeah. um, and so obviously the availability of daycare has allowed her, her mom to be here for the, that she wouldn't have been able to otherwise. Um, but it was great to see her in a little WWDC onesie. Yeah, she's <laughs> so, famous. And I think it's even things you know like that and, and just this whole thing are making the conference a, you know, a, a better place. 
And then there was Indeed. And then there was the James Dempsey and the Breakpoint show. That was a big highlight. I had lots of fun. And I think some people had fun as well. Did you have fun? I had great fun. I always loved the, the Breakpoints gig. It's a, it's like the the social highlight of the week, really. And mm. it's such a good cause. I love the fact that, you know, um, all the money goes to Camp for Girls. It just makes it a, a really easy thing to go to. We have great fun. It's done in a very lighthearted way. You got to play on a big stage. That was a big stage. It was a big stage. And I, as I was walking through there, it's like, it was like, this is just a stage I'm going through. But there was an interesting lesson about that. So, uh, you know, it was amazing to be able to get to play at, at, at the City National Theatre. It's an enormous theatre. It is a venerable rock and roll venue. If you walk in there, there are all these, you know, pictures of here's the who, here's the Rolling Stones, here's Dylan, here's Cake, and, you know, everybody. Even Ted Nugent played there. I tried to cover him up. Um, <laughs> sorry. Now they're angry Ted Nugent fans. Can be like, anyway, but... Uh, There's security locks on the door in here. You're safe at the moment. That's true. But I don't know. Is the, is the glass bulletproof, we hope? Anyway. Uh, and, and so, you know... It, it's, you know, I think that many of the people who are in the band, you know, take music pretty seriously. Um, and uh, I would say that, you know, I, I've played drums since many, many years since I was young. I still have the same drum kit I had when I was in eighth grade and it shows and people are like, what are those strange wooden items that you bash on to produce noise? I thought that you just did software. You know, can't you just be advantageously replaced by a drum? I said, no, I have feelings and I have an analog skill that, that no software can replicate. Um, but John, uh, was that your phone ringing in the middle of a podcast? It was. Are you just showing how amateur you are at this? No, I'm just showing how well loved I am. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Ted. Thanks for ringing. And hello, John. Remember to turn off the ringer. Anyway, what was I saying? So, but the, the point of it is, we're not you know day to day professional gigging musicians, and certainly not at the scale that we roll in with you know roadies and whatnot. But we show up at this place, and they're all union shops. So the people who do the sound engineering, the lighting, they've all been there since since forever, and so they've all got all these great stories from from you know, John Entwistle, the Who, kind of you know falling over from cocaine you know, overdoses, and they're all asking, "Where are your roadies?" And it's like we have no roadies. And it's like we have, and where are your groupies? We have no groupies. You know, all we get is is the 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 you know. Holding out the hope that somebody say, might say something nice about us on Twitter, uh, and that you know afterwards we're looking forward to a nice kale smoothie, and that's where we are uh, compared to, to other rock and roll stars. But the reason I bring this whole thing up is that you know they're all prepared for us to have like you know detailed you know stage plan, and uh, not knowing you know exactly what that's supposed to be, kind of we came up with a you know a, a little you know omnigraphal illustration which has equal size boxes for all the different players, so they they kind of take that that drawing and 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 you know, try to implement it um, uh, very carefully on the stage, which puts my drum riser way back in, in Siberia. And there's all this space in there. And it's be, it was because, you know, we didn't know exactly how to communicate. It all comes down to perspective. And it's like you can have a much better experience when you try to see things uh, the way that, that somebody else sees that. And so um, it, it, at first, there's a little bit of tension. It's like, you know, we laid it out exactly as, as you as you spec'd it. And, you know, when it came time to just like even to move the drum riser a little bit, you know, it would, there was this moment of tension because they'd already done it and they'd set the lighting that way. And it, it could have gone one of two ways. It could have, you know, I could have tried to be all, you know, it's like, well, do you know who I am? And, you know, even the people at WWC, they know who I am. I swipe my badge and it says, hello, John. It doesn't say hello, random person. They know me. Um, so I, I thought I could go that way, but I, I decided that would be a bad way to go. Instead, I just trying to say, you know, I'm so sorry. We don't even know what we don't know. And just that one little bit, you know, of course, then they're like super happy to help because the reality is they 
probably get a lot of, of shit from 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 lesser rock stars than us even <laughs> who think that I'm they, not they, sure they are su- anything such as a lesser rock they, they star think that they're super important it's just all a matter of, of just being really nice and when you unlock that whether you are talking to an Apple engineer in a lab who's been here you know and and up to their their eyeballs and everybody's you know critical problem a little bit of niceness goes a long way um, so these are all kind of what, what one might refer to as soft skills but they are as, as important as anything else so just knowing how to to try and see the world from somebody else's perspective to acknowledge that and to be nice and unlocks all sorts of goodness so in the end we were able to, to get the drums moved a little bit they reset the light but we still were so spread out but it, it was just wonderful um, and I'm looking forward to the recording so I can see how we actually sounded. We definitely had some, some I, I will admit that there were two songs where we had to, one of which we had to do a developer rejection <laughs> after it started. It, just, it was a train wreck. It was like yeah, screaming up at the, the simple microphone saying, eh, can we stop and try it again? But the, the nice thing is, is that, you know, everybody was in a good mood because it was for a good cause. And, and it was a, and it was an open bar, which yeah, usually tends to help the mood. Yeah. yeah. Pro tip, always make sure your audience is completely hammered. Because you know what? I was there. I was at the gig. I would have said I was paying attention. I didn't notice you restart a song. Oh, really? Did <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even notice that we started? It was all you heard that was like this, you know, cacophony in yeah. the background. Yeah, no. So I didn't know there was a band tonight. Yeah. Well, you know, this, uh, that's, that's the other folks. Like, can I complain about this? So we had like these. these <laughs> can back- I stop you? No. We had this backstage passes, except for the, they all said staff. And so, you know, so <laughs> I came across somebody and I said, oh, wow. So you were helping out with the gig? And it's like, yeah, I played drums. Like, oh, wow. I didn't even know that. There was that, that look of shame. Again, I had to say, do you know who I am? That's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm just going to have an iPad with an ARFID reader around me, and I'll just swipe my badge. Come on, John, you're a drummer. Nobody knows who the drummers in bands are. Mm. It's mm. like, it's, it's, you, know, you know, sometimes in the smaller venues, you have to have the drum screens for, for noise cancellation. I think they shouldn't even be clear prospects, as far as I'm concerned. They just should be <laughs> solid. Black yeah. velvet. <laughs> we all know you could be replaced by a drum machine. You're just old technology. Mm. Okay. So, okay, going back to what's been going on in the convention center. Actually, we're just looking at over this, um, this hall now. Now, one of the biggest cues in here all week has been for the company store and mm-hmm. the t-shirts and the ones is the company store is closed today, but it's still got a big queue. Um, so it's, uh, is that for the company store? Are these people kind of, checking no, that was badges? the company store. We could see down there. See all those things coming out the wall. Yeah. This is really good audio, isn't it? Pointing out of glass windows on podcasts. Um, that had t-shirts on it. Um, and now people are queuing up, but I reckon pins, Pins. See, they've had the pins, haven't they? Here this year, did they do that last year? I wasn't, I wasn't in the conference last year. No, I don't remember. This is like the and year can, of the emoji. It pin. took me until I'm stupid, okay? Because it took me till Thursday. I'm sorry, what, what did you say? I am stupid. I have no no problem admitting I am stupid. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> We're getting nods okay, from okay. the audience. Sorry, it's like, yep, yeah. It doesn't. They, they know me twenty minutes, and they can categorically say that one thing about me already. That's Add not some difficult. repeat echo for that one. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it took me till yesterday to realize that there were lots of different pins to collect and some people were actively trying to collect pins of different pins through the week. Mm. So, yeah, my collection is about two. Um, but it's, uh, but I have heard stories this morning. There are people now celebrating complete sets, but I, I wouldn't even know what a complete set was. But I'm, I'm going to take a gamble. They're handing out pins that you haven't got there. Mm. Maybe I should like rap on the window. It's like, hey, man, uh, get me one too. But this is really what bad. Do you need? This, this is really bad audio. Um, really, really bad. Well, it's just really bad everything, but that's like a normal episode for us. So, okay, so technical sessions. Did you go to, I know you mainly hang out in the labs, um, and I've done a few few bits in the labs because uh, um, I gave a talk at CocoConf uh, on Wednesday, and I think when we last recorded our podcast, I was just on a way to realize there was a session at 9 a.m. that possibly changed everything in my talk. 
here and then and so it was quick down the session then into the labs and then change about 15 slides and then uh, go and give the talk and that, that all came off okay so that was a good talk because it did exactly what it needs to do confirm things but you know highlights of talks have you been in many because, uh, not good, so i'm going to tell you mine first of all yeah you go once, ahead. once you get going i won't shut you up well i'll just keep going forever um <laughs> Since you've been unfaithful, I can just treat you however I like. You're yeah. in, you're, you have to be in a repentance mode. Um, I've loved the design shorts sessions where they've had um, sort of five mini talks within the session, all on different aspects of design um, or, or, or how your app might be accessible or not accessible. Um, focusing on things from as low as you know icons and typography, um, onboarding, and they've been really cool, especially because they've been in the afternoon and after lunch in a one-hour session on one thing. I'm the type of person who can fall asleep, although I have been trying to take photos of people who, who are falling asleep. In lunchtime sessions, there are plenty of people who are proving those chairs are not as uncomfy as they look. <laughs> <laughs> they are managing to get some good rest in there, I assure you. I had to I had to move in one session yesterday because actually the snoring was just a little <laughs> loud. <laughs> so this guy behind me and it was just like a um, story. It hadn't got quite to the dribble stage yet, but it was getting close. So I, I just... Um, but it's, so my, my top tip is find find sessions with lots of variety and different presenters in that first after lunch session because less likely to be snoring going on. But I've really enjoyed those um, because yeah, it, it's uh, it just the, just the focus. These are all something that if you put a one hour session or a 40 minute session on some of these things, you're know, on choosing the icon for your application. Mm. It will be um, be drawn out. It'll be too much. It will go into too much detail. We're just giving ten minutes on it and, and just showing uh, lots of points and just even giving a, a bullet list of okay, this is what an icon should contain. This is how it should work for you. This is how you should choose your your fonts. And you know, yes, they want a mixing text and you know, choosing making sure you look for fonts with similar uh, sizes in the same points and stuff like. It's just little stuff. It's like tips and tips tips and tricks sessions in there so i've particularly enjoyed those um and i say the i've been to quite a few sessions but you just even though you've paid the money for ticket you just don't feel the need because they're being videoed you just occasionally you know go along to them but it's it's um but that's quite strange isn't it that you pay for a conference and yet you don't feel the need to necessarily attend the sessions now but you still don't feel like you wasted your money now well i think the other thing too is is uh, you can go to sessions where you may not be familiar with the technology it can give you a bit of inspiration. That's what I did. You know, the, the, the session that kind of stood out for me uh, was the, the natural language processing um, because there are things that, that I've kind of looked at before. And, and it's it, it definitely it, it you know, it, 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 the the they basically made the, the 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 tagging software much better so that you can figure out, you know, what is a, a part of speech. And, and it works well for to, to determine the language or the dominant language for for a, a, a a string um, and then helps you do things like you know make your search wildly better right so the example that they gave let's say that you had a library of tagged images where you had words like hike and hiking hiked you know variations of that um, you can then use this to be able to, to to have search results that work you know similarly well to, to what people have now come to expect if you search on on google you know you you it set the bar so high that now your application if it has text it needs to be searched you know the the typical techniques of of wild card searches that you do in a sql database just aren't good enough you need to be able to have it figure out the different variations um so that was very interesting yeah that's uh, i couldn't go to that one i had something else on and i went to the introduction to machine learning mm. talk which was really nice for it to be a, it was a high level talk and i know people who have been looking at machine learning have been really pleased that Apple have not tried to 
you know invent their own modeling stuff they've used taken the stuff that's industry standard out there currently and you have to convert it into the um the proper apple model to work with the apis but the point is it takes industry standard formats and does that so i know there's quite a lot of excitement going on in the machine learning stuff as well and it seems like uh, i did take this morning seems like lots of the videos are coming out pretty quickly next day or maybe the day after so um you know that's 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 pretty cool but we do we we you know we don't want to go on too long um because we don't I've met several people. Firstly, I've met at least um, a dozen people who've told us they are our single listener. So that's that's <laughs> so started pretty good. Matchmaking between them. So uh, it's in there. So um, we 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 have at least twelve a listeners. Um, but uh, the highest compliment I've received about our podcast so, podcast so far on the streets was uh, it's short. Merci- mercifully, <laughs> mercifully so. short. I think with the words, which is, I think that is high praise indeed. Yeah, we are we are their favourite podcast because we're the shortest one in their playlist. <laughs> yes, when you turn it up to twenty times speed, you can get you can dismiss yeah. dispatch with and that if you task. Have one of those clever ones that dismisses the waffle. Then you just get the theme tune. <laughs> it's like a, thank you for listening. You take care. So, um, uh, okay, let's deal let's deal with a couple of important issues before we wrap up. Um, okay, so. Uh, the WWC box lunch. Okay, there was lots and lots of uh, uh, talk about it when it was at Moscone and how bad it was. So the the uh, the San Jose box lunch is it a, is it up down? Straight, what did you feel? Straight to compost. <laughs> You're still not happy there. No. I was doing a bit of survey. You can believe this is how I did yesterday do a bit of a survey of people on this. This is how sad I was about this. And, and I think the average data about people thought it was 15 to 20% better. Really? It did. Mm. It depends on what you're having. I think, um, you yeah, know, every day you've had a choice of a sandwich, a wrap, or, or a salad, and the wrap has definitely been the better of the three on each day. Mm. But there we are. So yeah. so we still still some room for improvement there. Yeah, I think so. I think more than anything else, it's just I feel bad when when, you know, you, you take out these kind of plastic clamshells and you're done with it and you're trying to, it, to, to me, it's kind of, I feel bad if, if, if I'm sitting there and somebody has to come clean up after myself. I just kind of want to be able to walk myself over to a place and be able to, you know, properly separate it and know that that stuff will be composted, 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 uh, recycled. And, and they should really kind of separate these bins into three labels, kind of like love the planet, respect the planet, hate the planet so that you can, you know, make, <laughs> make your choice wisely. Um, but, you know, okay, was the food great? No, it wasn't great. You know, should we be complaining about it? No, <laughs> we have food. Um, you know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about the bash. We should talk a little bit about the bash before we leave. Yeah, no, let's talk about the bash. Yeah, we've, we, we've got we've got a little bit of time left. Go put ahead. our feet up on the table. We'll never get this opportunity again. We should, like, you know, hold on to it. They'll have, like, comes like, guys, it's time to get out of here. We have important people coming in. Now, uh, were you familiar with the, the band Fallout Boy beforehand? A little bit, but yeah. I, I'm not. You know, I wouldn't. I'm not going to claim that I sat, uh, stood there and uh, sang along with all the words. Yeah. Now, I mean, it was interesting because I think that one of their little uh, shticks is that they, they, you know, they reprise musical themes that that date back to well before I think any of them were born or that any of their listeners were. And so they they had a song about uh, about Uma Thurman. You know who she is. You know, yeah, 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 Famous because of Kill Bill and and you know Pulp uh, Fiction. And yeah, Pulp Fiction. And and then, interesting aside, I have a, a you know her her dad is a professor at Columbia. There's interesting profile i think in the times talking about what it was like growing up with with a with with a father who was you know one of the foremost buddhist scholars in the country and kind of growing up with a, a crazy name like uma and when you wanted to be called mary or you know or ralph or something something that was fit in a little bit more but anyway her, her professor when, when she became famous her, her dad would always say at the beginning of his classes like let's let's get the fact out of the way 
question zero, no, you can't have her number. Now let's move on. Um, but anyway, so they, they had this film about uh, this, this song about Uma Thurman, but then they had a, a, a reprise from the theme from the monsters, you know, bom, bom, no, 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 da, da, da. I was asking people, I was just doing little surveys of, of anybody under, you know, under 50. It's like, do you recognize that tune? Do you know what that is? Like having a clue, but it, it is a, a fun theme song from this crazy TV show called The Monsters. So I, it was interesting to, to see those things. The other thing that it kind of uh, I was uh, uh, thinking about is like what amount of effort you have visually to be able to get people to look up from their damn phones. Like, you know, they've got, you know, <laughs> ultra, ultra 4K graphics behind them of kind of lions and flashing lights and, and, you know, animated, you know, gestures where a hand goes from like the heavy metal, you know, horn sign to giving you the finger. And I wonder if that was their attempt to be able to say, no, come on, this is music. It's a visceral. You should be experiencing it in the here and now. Get your fucking face out of the phone. Maybe they'll write a song like that. But it was interesting to to observe that. But I thought the, the sonically they were good, and you could you could really feel the thumping bass in your chest. It was good. I mean, I I probably was about oh, ten rows from the front for about most of you know half half the show in there and it was definitely you know every muscle in your body was going with the bass drum which mm. is the way music music supposed to be felt as well as heard yeah. um i suspect the volume level was probably higher than would have been uh desired by many but you have to try and out the approach to san jose airport it's <laughs> <laughs> part of it as well Unbelievable. but it was quite good as you're know, watching the, the planes literally yeah. you know almost taking the stage out as they came down but i thought the bash was was good um it's uh you know do you want loud music it's something that's supposed to be networking for people but the 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 park was big enough that if you moved off to to the edges you could have the music as background and, and not have to be shouting so mm. and of course being san jose not san francisco the weather was even though it did try and rain a little bit but even the temperature was tolerable whereas you know in san francisco by 9 p.m it's always so darn cold that yeah. you're just uh, looking to you know to get out of there yeah. and uh, whatever so i thought the bash was good um i didn't try any of the food so i can't comment on that even though i really just focus on the food at this conference don't i it's very the, important the to me obviously tasty. I, I i focus on the food and also can i can i uh congratulate the people who planned it for the quality of of the outhouses the the porta potties were just spectacular they were just luxurious i mean you wanted you know, to take one home I did. I mean, I was like, you know, really, I, I, I walked in, I kind of wafted my hands in front of my nose. And I'm like, I'm, I'm saying that urine cake, it's kind of a hint of vanilla. I'm, sen I'm sensing that the, the participant, no, with this guy, a little too much Red Bull doesn't work. There's a clash. But then the other amazing thing about it is like uh, at the office, we have these fucking smart you know, uh, sensing sensing soap and, and water dispenser, which never work. And it's like so frustrating, I'm like wanting to pound on it. And is this in the same ones as these? Japanese toilets that yes. do automatic things yes. to the yeah. back of your body. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and and but this one was a good old fashioned analog control, and and I was like just able to say, I want to have water. I flip the lever, water comes out. It was spectacular. You know, I want a paper towel. I was able to do it. None of these kind of like does the air dryer kind of not recognize you. Um, and uh, so yes, it was wonderful. I think that's that's where most of the networking took place. So the porta potties at the bash are the highlight of dub dub for you. Pretty much, <laughs> that should be the pull quote. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, I can understand why um, our. 
12 listeners do set up a rotor to be the listener across the months. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's not really that surprising, is it? So, okay, let's uh, l- let's begin to wrap this up uh, quickly. Um, San Jose, yes or no? For, for the, not, not as a city as a whole. We don't want to uh, you know, um, make a comment on San Jose as a city itself, although feel free if you want to. I mean, no. we can have you escorted from the building. But uh, for the conference. Well, you know, it's funny. At uh, James Dempsey did, does a great wrap-up at all conference. And so somebody asked him that, you know, San Jose or San Francisco. And he said, well, I live here, so it was more convenient for me. But, you know, these are the reasons why I think San Jose is nice. And I think one of the reasons they gave is, is that he, he said, you know, while I was packing up my, my car, loading in the equipment, and right on the car next to me, on, well, more accurately, on the hood of the car next to me was a, a perpetrator who was kind of, you know, having handcuffs put on them by an undercover cop who kind of had pulled out his badge. And, and he goes, mm, maybe I chose the wrong venue. So I think that there there is, you know, a less social depravity in the, in the, the surrounding areas than in San Francisco and warmer weather. So I think for, for that one, San Jose has to, to be given the, the, the thumbs up. I think, you know, I, I, truth be told, I've never spent a whole lot of time in downtown San Jose, and I discovered that there's a lot more here than than, than I had known. Um, so it was fun, and the, you know, between the, the the pleasant weather and the the opportunity to, to to visit Willow Street, you know, and and to to see different parts and to to observe the contrast. I mean, I'm I kind of like urban sociology, so you know, it it was definitely good for that. I think probably for the conference attendees, I, I think it would, must have been a much more comfortable experience than, than San Francisco typically is. I think uh, what works about it for me is um you know i've been coming to you know dub dub for i think 2007 and you were a lot longer than that um and i know a lot of people through you know just in the industry and through doing the podcast and whatever else so actually coming here for me you know to dub dub and just meeting up with people i know has always been easy because it's just i know a lot of people um you know it's been uh, one of the great parts of being in this community for the last 10 12 years but you know i i I will often put myself into a conference just to go where I don't know a lot of people and actually attending a conference by yourself or in, in a place you don't know can be quite challenging sometimes, um, especially remembering that a lot of engineers really are not the most social people in the world. And what used to happen at Moscone was you would leave Moscone and that's it. Everyone would just get lost in the melee of the city. You could easily, you know, you, you could just take your eye off people for a moment and they were gone. And unless you knew where the cool places were or the right places were or you happened to do this, you know, you could then spend the week by yourself. Whereas here in San Jose, if you go to any bar or any restaurant, um, you know, within two or three blocks of here, you're going to find developers. And so I think for the social aspect of the conference, which is, you know, you know I think the main purpose of a conference is, to, is, is not the tech, it is the social intermingling of the community um, and understanding things like, yeah, we are a diverse community and hanging out with people who you wouldn't normally hang out with um, or have the opportunity to hang out with. So I think from a social aspect, it's it's I'm suspecting it's better. It's really hard to say that. I have to guess that because I've just bumped into all the same people I'd have bumped into in in San Francisco. And um, although it's easier to find a spot in the bar normally right here. So I think it's a win at the convention center I like. Um, it uh, seems to be pretty good, although the rooms are always so darn cold. Mm. This is why, I mean, they said we'll give you a lighter jacket this year because it's in San Jose. But, you know, they could have kept the thick one for the temperature in the rooms. Another complaint, but it's true. Yeah. But All that we're... energy used to, to make us freeze to death. Okay, so uh, one last thing. Uh, what would you have liked to have seen that you didn't see this week? A little bit stumped on that one. Uh 
you know, I don't know. I don't know what the, the I don't know what I, I don't know what I, what I'm missing, um, what I didn't want because I, I, I can't say. I mean, I, I, I actually do feel overall extremely satisfied. So if people are asking for, we know you have a choice of Apple Developer Conference, and we thank you for choosing Apple's WWDC. Um, and so if you'd like to take a quick survey, you know, please press one. Um, no, I, I, I can't think of, of I, 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 honestly, I would just say more of the same. I think that it, I think it was very nice to have the, the, the choice of, of, of speakers, the ones that, that really gave you something to think about. Uh, you know, maybe you can say more opportunities for, for people to mingle, if nothing else, to kind of for, to have reminders of, of things is like people come here with their cohorts and they kind of, you know, take the well-worn path. I, I, I tried actually upon your suggestion yesterday to try and meet new people. And, and, and yesterday kind of somebody passed by and had something clever on his t-shirt. So I kind of stopped and I said, Hey, and started a conversation. It turns out it was a guy who, uh, who, who, who works at Microsoft now. And, um, and been uh, he's, as he said, he's kind of a lurker in the community, and he he thanked us for the for the the cappuccino video sessions, you know, video tutorials that we did. Uh, you know, oh, he's the person who bought those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, I mean, so I think it's just it, it's just you know, if if I was suggesting to the people who organize it is is to remind people go meet new people. You know, it's not enough just to to pose in front of the social media backdrop talking about inclusion and diversity. Have them recommend. Like, go talk to somebody that you you hadn't talked to before, um, and it's. Good advice. Well, they sort of have here because there's been far more social events. Mm. It, I mean, Dub Dub always used to be the bash, yeah. and and maybe the ADAs, but that was a bit more of a which went in the show. Whereas I think you know there was music on the plaza. They did a movie uh, on Wednesday night at the IMAX. So I think there has been definitely. I mean, whether it's just because the the organizer were worried that people wouldn't find things to do in San Jose, so felt the need to put it on. But I think it's definitely created a more social aspect do the conference. So I think they have taken on some of that. Maybe making that an explicitly said thing will be good. For me, uh, this is going to sound like grumpy old man, get off my lawn stuff, but I, I would like to have seen a little bit more love for Mac OS. Mm. Um, when they said Hi Sierra, um, which I still can't get used to, it's like, um, yeah, it's uh, let's not go there. I'm sure there's been hours of podcasting about the name. Um, yeah, remember when Snow Leopard came out ten six, wasn't it? Snow Leopard. Um, it says this is a. We're just going to focus on the internals and whatever else. There was a lot of work had gone on internally. There was lots of new APIs, lots of things have been made faster or simpler. And so, even though for um, users, the it was about a stability release. It was about no new features. As developers, there was really a lot to get to grips with and, and do. Um, whereas this really is this time has been you know High Sierra. Nothing really new in here for any of you, type of thing. And I, and it's not that the Mac is massively short of stuff that it, it needs. And I know some of the stuff like um, the machine learning stuff is cross-platform and whatever else. So I'm not, I'm not saying yo Apple doesn't love the Mac or whatever else. I'm not making one of those claims. However, I just think uh, as someone who has traditionally been a Mac developer, still do a lot of Mac development um, you, alongside the OS. Is is yeah sometimes you need a bit of a statement of intent mm. you know because people people who develop for the mac um are beginning to wonder how much longer they've got to, to to be able to do this stuff and and you know and once people start investigating new things you lose a community and i don't think that will be good for for, for us or for apple at the moment well hang on a second let's see if we can solve this problem let me get tim cook on the line hey tim how's it going yeah no he's doing it again i'm sorry what no i i all right, now I'll, t- I'll tell him. Uh, now I can't tell you on air. <laughs> what you were going to say, I know Tim wouldn't say because he's politer than you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, anyway. people want to be impolite to you. How might they do that? If they want to be impolite to me, they can get me on Twitter is uh, MacDevNet. And um, or they could send us feedback at iDeveloper.co. And John, when people want to rightly give you abuse because you deserve it for your infidelities and your um and, and you know, and you're probably gonna tell me the other show you did this week was better than this one as well, aren't you? I would never say that. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> it was. No, it wasn't. No, it, it, no. Gosh. No. Uh, if you want to heap abuse on me and you, you're unable to do it in person or you just prefer to do it behind the veil of a social media, you know, software, you can find me on Twitter as Jembe. That's D J E M B E, like the West African drum. Well, John, it's been a pleasure to hang out with you here for the week and uh, um, take in Dub Dub. It's been a little while since we've both had tickets and both hung out in the show and basically passed. So that, that, that's been fun. It's, it's been cool. So uh, um, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you've been at the show, hope you've had a good time. Um, if you've not been at the show, sorry about the daily updates. And uh, we will go back to only dribbling at you once a week as of, uh, as of now. And um, we've probably even just done an even longer show than normal here as well because it's... Uh, it's my voice sounds lovely in my ears right now it never sounds as good I really don't want to take these headphones off it's like they're doing something to make me silky smooth and does it sound sexy to you? Uh, I will not comment on that (laughs) thanks for listening everybody until next time you take care (laughs) 